Kev, we allowed yet to say um, to, or, or give any clues even to something that we might be doing after Christmas in sort of uh, late February, early March, or not? <laughs> um, Is that going to be a no? In which case, I should rewind this whole thing. I think it's a. There will be something going on. Yeah. Um, probably at the House of Photography yeah. in London. Yeah. Probably on the first weekend in March. Yeah. Um, probably involving podcast recording. Yeah. And beer, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yes, but everything is still a little bit to be confirmed. Yeah, but what we're saying is just put the weekend aside, just in diarise case. it. The Fuji Cast. I think we sideswipe uh, swerved that quite well. Did all right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's the last of the recorded ones. Uh, we started doing this a few. Um, well, they're always recorded. What am I talking about? They're not live, <laughs> but pre-recorded before Kev went away to Spain. So he's currently in Spain. He's had his 50th birthday. How was it, Kev? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much. I am now 50 years old, 50 times around the sun. Yeah. Uh, successfully. Uh, well, mostly successfully. And uh, yes, I'm very happy to be in the 50 club well I am in the 50 club but you see when you get to 55 I remember getting to 45 and thinking oh no I'm closer to 50 now every day that went past I've done that now I'm I'm 56 this year and and now I'm closer to 60 I can't believe I remember working out at school how old I would be or what the year would be when I when I turned 70 and it's it's just brutally close now awful (laughs) I know it's awful I don't think about it no no bury your head in the sand correct talking of which how's the sea uh, look at this link this is this is almost planned how's the sea and the beach been wonderful yeah very hot very nice very relaxing very therapeutic yeah you're not coming back are you no no Welcome to the Fuji Cast. You and your questions that you've been sending in via the Facebook group. You've been very good. I'm saying this as if I know you have been, but I, I be you, you probably have been. Send your questions in still to click at fujicast.co.uk. Thank you very much. Also to our sponsor, pick-time.com, um, who, uh, well... They, they, they are—they are rather our backbone when it comes to sales after after shooting our weddings because we both use them, myself and Kev, uh, for showing our wares to the world and to our, our brides and grooms and uh, all those that have attended the wedding after we've um, after we've after we post process the work. And a whole load of Fujicasters use it as well now yeah, because they amazing. sent me some stats. Oh, did so, they? Are you yeah. looking at stats now? No, I'm not now, but they have sent them to me in the past. I'm not looking at anything now. I'm looking at... But uh, you look like you're sort of deep in... I know, I'm just... Considered. I'm looking at pictures of seaside. <laughs> Kev, we're supposed to be doing the sponsor message. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, thanks for enabling me to go to the seaside. <laughs> <big time. laughs> That's not the way you do a professional. No, but they they have uh, sent me stats in the past, and and it, yeah, a lot of foodcasters are using it. And I do sometimes get a couple of questions about it in terms of it seems very Americanized. Um, what? But it's not. No, it's because they have got their settings incorrect. Uh, it's actually. Um, do they mean because uh, a lot of the print solutions that come up are, are American companies? No, usually I you think you can choose what you want. By default, I think it uses US dollars okay. and. Um, you know, I've had a few questions where people have said you, you can only use US dollars and then only PayPal. And actually, if you go to the settings, you can yeah, use Stripe yeah, and yeah, Sterling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the labs, I only use UK-based labs, of which there are loads. 
Um, so yeah, it's fully, it's very much set up multinational. And also, I think if it's not already there, I think they're certainly planning to do uh, translated versions for clients Ooh, in different countries. Right. Well, like the Isle of Wight. Yes. So pick-time.com and then uh, use the uh, code that we have, which is FujiCast. We went through this last time, didn't we? Yeah. All uppercase. We don't believe it has to be, but just do it to humour us. Yes. All uppercase FujiCast, and you will get one month free. Not even we got that, Kev. No, I know. And you're now 50. You should have had that for your 50th birthday. Should have done. Yeah. Yes. I feel the pain. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the pain in Spain. You right. go first. Uh, we were doing James Saul specials, oh, correct? We? Sh- we should were. we sort of lift off where we left off, or or should we do another one first? No, let's lift off where we left off. Okay, why not? Otherwise, that'll confuse us even more. Now we're both in our fifties. I'm doing it in reverse because you told me to do that. Yep. So I started with the questions at the end that he sent in. He sent in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've done one, two, three, four. Th- this one's eight. A- he sent eight. Yeah, eight questions. Oh, he was getting his money's worth. Blimey. Yeah. Um, this oh. one we can answer really quickly, and we could have done. Really, we should have done this last time because we talked about culling and stuff like that. Roughly, how many hours does it take you to edit a wedding after cull? Oh no, it's it's the edit stage after culling, so it's not the same question. How long does it take you, Kev, to edit a wedding after you've culled? About forty-five minutes. Right, that's it. <laughs> Half hour, forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the size and all that kind of stuff, doesn't yeah. it? But I've takes, got, take, I've got takes me less than that. Takes me ten minutes. Yeah, because you send them to your editor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, that's not true. Because then when they come back, I I do go through every single picture. And yeah, I do make little tweaks. And I suppose actually, yeah, if I'm thinking like that's probably a little bit disingenuous, but certainly you know, not long. No, you know, no. I'm not thinking more than an hour, hour and a half. Um, it's not because you're being um, slip slap slosh. No, it's because I've got systems and processes yeah, in place. Yeah, yeah, I use yeah, yeah. I use smart collections like they are the best things in the world for my um, editing workflow. So, how do you use smart collections for for your editing workflow? I've got my smart collections set up to enable me to go through selections of what's going to be color, what's going to be black and white. It will move it to another number, which means that that part of it's done, but the editing's not done. Then I can mm. run my presets on it. Then I'll eyeball them all. Then I'll move them to another number. Then the publishing section of my smart collections allow me to mark which ones are going to be on the blog, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. Um, now, for a lot of people, a lot of people will um, be using uh, AI, like Imagine AI, for yep. example. Have you used them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've used them. I've got my own talent profile on there. Oh, of course you have. Black and white. What a stupid question. Um, but because that talent profile is based on my own black and white stuff, I don't use that. That's a bit weird using your own talent profile. Yeah, I don't because I do not. It's based on my own editing. Right. So I just do it. it you know, you would use that if, if oh, you, you don't can't need to do the editing yeah, like yeah. somebody else wants yeah. to be. So a lot of people will do that, and that will that will you know free up a hell of a lot of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much not long. Right. Not long. Culling sometimes takes longer. But yes, it's absolutely not about being slapdash. Yeah. And, you know, I love the new um, super AI denoise in Lightroom. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Although I only really do that to images where it's, they're beyond. Mm. I like now, noise Natalie wrote, wrote to me the other day and she said that that feature wasn't working for some images I turned out in XH2S. Although I did say... Oh, so were they turning up pink? I don't when know. When she did it, did they come back pink? Uh, no. Or maybe she made... Well, is that what's been happening? So a lot of people were having issues with that AI denoise thing where the uh, results were coming back pink. Ah. Um, And the the fix for this is... The fix was to do with the uh, graphics card, graphics processing. So I had it 
Um, I switched off uh, Lightroom using hardware graphics processing, and it stopped. But obviously, I wasn't happy with that solution because yeah. I want to use the hardware graphics. Yes, of course. You so I updated my graphics card driver, and then it worked. I will tell Nat. Could be that. Okay. Um, see, it's like I wrote a question in. It was. Yeah. Um, Neil. Oh, one for me. Do you use True... I'm not used to this. Mm. Do you use True Tone on your Mac display, or do you turn it off? I turn mine off as it seems to muddy the colours. I have not found that problem at all. Sorted. I'm looking at your Mac display now. It looks nice. Yeah. Very, very crisp. I do like it. What's that, then? What's that big one in front of me? Well, I don't know. Well, uh, that's... Uh... Oh, the, the machine, you mean, not the picture. I, that's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, it's the BBC News. <laughs> that's BBC News. <laughs> Um, what's happening in the BBC News today? This will be totally out of date by the time we get to it. That's an iMac Pro that you've you've got there, right? And does that is the iMac Pro? Is it inside the monitor? Yeah, right. So you you can't get an iMac Pro and use a different monitor. Well, you could connect it to it. You could have monitor. another monitor yeah, yeah, separately, yeah. right? And that's what this. That's how I've got the BenQ set up. Yeah, yeah, because this is a normal iMac twenty seven over here, and that's not a glossy one because they went through a period of making ridiculously glossy screens. Well, didn't it is they? glossy, but it's not. You know, maybe it's I just the room. I don't use that one in. for editing. Having said that, the one you're looking at there is uh, is one used for not really used for editing. It's a very nice screen. Very nice. See, I'm turning you on to Mac. No, you're not. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I make a new Lightroom catalogue for each wedding. Now, yes. again, this Good. this this could be, by the way, for I know, and I, I said this last time. I know, but I, I'd l- just like to repeat it in case you didn't listen to the last episode. I know sometimes it might seem it's wedding centric. Both of us wedding photographers primarily, um, but you, you can apply your genre to any of these. Que- well, most of most, if not any of these questions. I make a new Lightroom catalogue for each wedding. This helps me keep them ordered and tidy. Sadly for my personal family photos, it's a horrendous, untidy, hard drive mess as I end up never having the time to sort them out. How do you organise your family photos? So a, a Lightroom catalogue for every wedding makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. That's the way I do it. I assume that's the way you do it. Yes, absolutely. And I would. And where does that catalogue sit? Severely reprimand people who didn't, um, if they're working wedding photographers. Yeah. Which catalogue? You, you put it within the folder of the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I know some people that have them separate. They have a, they have a catalogue separate folder what it's like having your sink in the garden is it why i've got one in the garden yeah no like one you use we've got flowers in in it yeah Yeah. (laughs) no that that just makes my brain explode so that all makes sense so that he's doing it that way but what about the family because of course you're taking family photos all the time i do exactly the same thing so i have one big family catalog which actually has um literally everything it even has old mobile phone pictures from friends from when we oh, traveled so th- this is right back from 2000 yeah. or whatever when you got Whoa, your first camera way, yeah right. way okay. back I mean, so I've all got... the pictures from from Spain at the moment the ones from the everything. summers all those years ago they're e- all in the same folder everything that's not classed as a, right. as a commission right. is in here right. in one big catalogue okay. even the pictures of my ex-wife all sorts in there what? yeah Gemma's ex-husband <laughs> Because he because he, he was my best friend. He, he, I tell you what, he didn't send you a fiftieth birthday card, did he? No, no, no. Hey? Nice chap. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's all in one big catalogue. I have that organised by year, yeah, and by month, and then inside each of those months is event. So, for mm-hmm. example, twenty twenty three August inside there will be Spain. But that Spain folder will be full of all sorts. So it'll be full of my drone footage, my mm-hmm. GoPro footage, my pictures everything all of the files though the physical files are also in a similar in exactly the same structure so sitting on my machine 
um, which is also sent up to sync.com. It's also sitting on that 36 terabyte um, RAID machine is a folder which says personal. Under that is 2001, 2002, 2000. So the files. So what I typically do is when um, when I've done my culling or whatever, I've brought them into the computer. I don't bring them in via Lightroom. I do the culling or whatever in um, Photo Mechanic first. I drop those images into a folder on let's just say let's just say right hypothetically i'm just coming back from spain which i'm not coming back from by the way but if i do (laughs) um i've got all my stuff for my spain holiday so i go to my computer i open up windows file explorer i go to 2023 in file explorer not in lightroom i create a new month oh and i do it by so i do 08 august because that keeps it in month in date order rather than alphabetical order Um, then in there I'll create another folder called Spain and I'll drop all of the images into there then I'll open up the Lightroom catalogue which at this point will not be showing those images I right click on the on the top level folder mm. and I just choose synchronise mm. then it, imp- it brings them all into that Lightroom without moving them or shifting them or anything like that there we go that's it years of it Bob's your Lightroom uncle yeah what's Don McCullen got to do with this anyway what well you said uh, one of Don McCullen <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awful did <laughs> When you get to be 56, Kev, these jokes flow. <laughs> that is terrible. I'm quite that proud of that. I'm, I'm quite proud that of that. That is good. It is good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I think he only has one question left. Whoa. We've got through these quite well. This year I have some 47... What? What's he doing that we're not doing right, Kev? I have 47 stroke 48 weddings. Does that mean he's forgotten where one is? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Am I doing your wedding this year? Uh, because I, I, you might be the 47 stroke 48. Is that what he wrote? I'm not quite sure. 47, 48, I'm not quite sure. No, he didn't write that. He said, oh, this right. year I have 47 stroke 48 weddings. Right. Probably means he's in the middle of booking one on. Correct. Yeah. With a large number of those over the summer season. I've already started getting some horrendous pains in my old knees, especially after several full days back to back. For example, I have three weddings this week, today, Monday, Friday, and Saturday, then three next week. I'll tell you what, Kev, I'm doing this wrong. What am I doing wrong? He's got all these. Has he stolen no, my bookings? You're charging more and doing less. You're doing the right thing. Mm. Well, we don't know what he's charging, though. <laughs> don't give me that. That's the look that Sam gives me. That's the answer. I'm that telling you Sam now. Sam gives me that look. I, I don't t- need to answer because I've told you. I'm telling you now. <laughs> this pain knee, uh, this pain knee, this knee pain, I'll get it the right way round, is new this year. No pain last year. Normally it's just sore feet. Is there anything you do to help recover after a few weddings in a row? For me, I know shooting less. Oh, here we go, Kev. See, now you can look at me and say, I told you so. For me, I know shooting less and charging more would help save my knees. There we go. But I think my price is reflective of my current level. It's not. Let's get to that in a moment, actually, because that's quite interesting. Knee pain. What do you do? Get new knees. Uh, do it on the NHS. Wait so four I know years. James, and he's a he's he's a he's a tall, stocky, fit. Careful, know, f- Kev. No, careful. no, no. I'm, I'm being conscious. You know, he doesn't look like you. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I have perfect stature for a. <laughs> No, he's he's a tall and you know um, heavily boned person, but in a good way. In a good way, <laughs> you are you know. so burying yourself. No, here. I'm not. He knows. He knows what I mean. He's, not, bo- he's big, not fat. He's definitely not fat. But big he's, bones. He's a heavy, tall, big, big lad. You know, he's a big lad. Um, <laughs> Has Kev so- buried himself here? Answers on a postcard too. <laughs> 
so uh yeah i mean you you know if you i used to have big problems with my knees but not 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 at weddings and stuff like that and i started taking cod liver oil all right and that that sorted my knees out for judo well did you spread it on your knees or did you drink it i stick up my nose did you yeah. <laughs> no, little tablet little capsule little good, sepia good, capsule good for uh, good for joints yeah it seemed to work yeah. I mean, my, that, that might have been a um what's the word they call it a uh uh what is it bouquet chicken you're absolutely right move on no i can't move on until i know that word Oh, really? I'm oh, do we have to go stuck. through this? The, like, a couple of weeks ago, we, we did this with an Instagram oh, post. It's, it's on the end. Of, it's on the tip of my... What is it called when you're not taking the actual medication? That might be good enough. Medicazione. Uh, oh, God, no. There's just another load of questions now. Um, this is what happens when between us our, our grand age is 106 <laughs> fake medication uh, no I've just that's I'm going to get all sorts of stuff through yeah. Google now. no 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 that's not the right thing to be typing in no oh what's <laughs> the word everybody's everybody around the world is screaming at the radio now at their podcast thing tablet that isn't real <laughs> iPad <laughs> Oh, that's almost as good as my McCullough joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, no, where is it? I can't believe. Well, it. I don't know, Kev. It's um, it's. It, I know what you mean. It's that. It's it's the uh, placebo. Placebo. Yes. That was it. Nineteen eighties <laughs> band as well. Yes. The placebo. It could be the placebo effect. Oh right. There we go. Right. Phew. Um. <laughs> Uh, 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 or it might not be, but anyway, for the knees, that's mm. that's that's what I do. But yeah, I mean, if you've got bad knees, you've got bad knees. You're just unlucky, aren't you? I've noticed my knees. I I, I did a lot of walking uh, a few weeks ago in Wales in Snowdonia, and when I was coming back down, I think I hurt myself quite a lot. Coming down a mountain is harder than going up because you use your knees yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, stop yeah. your your yeah. forward motion, mm. and that is just like mm. they're not built for doing that. No, I needed walking poles. The other thing to um, consider is one of my one of my senseis at judo. He's 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 older than you, even I think. Um, <laughs> How rude! But he's as fit as a fiddle, and he does a lot of yoga. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah, I like I yoga. Yoga. Yeah, I've never done yoga in my life. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about. I like plain yoga. <laughs> yeah, you know, with strawberries in it. No, he does yoga. That's what Sam calls her Kia, by the way. You know the one out the out the front with the, mm-hmm. the, with the the white. She's got the little. Is it Neo or Rio? Rio. Yeah. Um, I can't even think of the name of it anymore because she doesn't call it the Rio. She calls it the Kia yogurt because it's got a red top and it uh, looks like one of those strawberry yeah, 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 yeah. tops you put on a yogurt. <laughs> so he he does he does yoga. Yeah, so that right. could be something to consider. You know, if it's a real problem, I don't know. We're not a medical podcast, so I don't really know. Yeah. But the answer is to shoot less and charge more. Yeah, anyway, I think so. Yeah, that'll, yeah, yeah. that'll sort the problem out and that 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 rubbishness about um <laughs> rubbishness that 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 ridiculous <laughs> notion of yeah. thinking that my prices aren't worth anymore a it's wrong because i know his work but b you only have to look at it's a it's simple economics like sim, it's the simplest form of economics supply and demand if you put your prices up by a little bit yeah. you should in theory shoot a little bit less yeah. you, what you won't do is end up with no clients people are scared though to put prices yeah. up aren't they because they're thinking if i put my prices up then i'm not going to get, any, not work. Gonna get any work but that's not true yes if you go from well, what percentage? Fifteen hundred quid to three thousand pounds, whatever. Yes. Well, that's a that's a hundred percent. 
Yeah, I know. Then you might so what, have, you what, might what, be in trouble. What, what percentage are you suggesting? Is there a safe percentage to put prices up to test the water? So what I suggest people in in this situation do is they start off mm. each clean year with the price that they think they're worth, yeah. which they're not, yeah. by the way. But the thing, they, the th- price they think they are worth. Once the first five bookings come in, pop it up by five percent. Mm-hmm. When the next ten bookings, oh, come ramping. in, five bookings in, come ram- in, ramping. pop it up by ramping. another five percent. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And actually, in theory, what you'll do is you'll find your your equilibrium at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll find your magic part in the middle, and it. But it doesn't come. It's not as easy as saying, you know, I think my work is as good as this. It's not just your work. It's your mm. marketing. It's your commitment. It's your effort. It's your editing. All of that stuff is relevant. Mm. Um, but actually, in most cases. You know, you also have to take into account, and this is massive. And we know James has got a young family because yeah, he yeah. told us that. Yeah. You know, you got to take all that into consideration. Fifty odd weddings a year is, you mm. know. I was shooting fifty ten years ago. Yeah, I know. And look at you now, <laughs> Knack, knackered old wreck of a man. <laughs> yeah, look at me. It's awful. Oh, can no. I just come and live with you in Spain, in the West Wing? <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, and and you know, and I don't want people to think, oh, it's all right for you. You know, you're going, you're in Spain, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, you know, when we all started in the same place, and I, I, in my first year, I did 69 weddings, my first full year. Good lord! And that that was that, that was, was yeah, that was ridiculous, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And I would never, and I vowed then never to do it again. Yeah. And, and since then, I've never really shot. I mean, on a good year, perhaps I reached 30. Mm. Well, I would consider that a bad year, really. My, like Twenty to twenty-five has always been my my happy number, but I've always had to price myself. You put your prices to support up, though, that, haven't you? My prices have gone up over yeah, the last yeah. kind of year or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, that's that's because you know I'm trying to control a f- few things. So, mm. listen, if fifty weddings are breaking your knees in half, it says something. something's got to change. Yeah, absolutely, regardless, you need to take on the the situation of a Charlotte. Oh. Ramping or rampling, really doesn't really work. Charlotte Rampling, my favourite actress. Oh God, <laughs> I've never even heard of her. Charlotte Rampling. No, I thought your favourite actress on. was Winona Ryder. Oh, actually, no, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be my third favourite actress because Jodie Foster's my second. I'm putting Charlotte Rampling in now. Oh, yeah, yeah I recognise her now. Yeah, 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 yeah. An icon of the '60s. Oh yeah, that was yeah. So I suppose you would have been watching those films then. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. James Souls has had a, a large percentage of the last two shows with his questions, but they were really good. They were good questions. They were good. Right, short term with Facebook. It seems like three years since we had one from Facebook. Right, I've got a question here from James Souls. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, who is your favourite actress? Uh, yeah. uh, actually, this is from Daniel Kiss. Ah, I always okay. love it when he writes in, because I just think, what a wonderful name. It is, yeah. Um, but we have had this kind of question before, so maybe we'll just... Be brief with it. What's okay? Hi, guys. What was the most useful or best photographic advice you received in your early days? And what advice would you now give to rookie photographers? Mm. <laughs> Charge more, shoot less. <laughs> there is that. I'm trying to think of... Uh... Oh, don't start trying to think of a word. <laughs> Placebo. I got that. We got that already. <laughs> One of the... Um, I don't know how early this was in, in my... Uh, certainly for weddings... And we've mentioned this before, but since we're doing a question that we've sort of mentioned before, I remember Giles saying to me, um, shoot on your own. Trust yourself. Have faith in yourself. You don't need to be surrounded by lots of other shooters. I'm not, I, that, that was something you said to me. A slow down was the other one, wasn't it? Slow down. You know, I, I have a very methodical approach to my photography. Uh, I don't run around everywhere. I don't look. I, I certainly don't look like a headless... I, I'm methodical, I'm slow, I'm measured. Uh, uh, <laughs> slow makes it sound like I don't have any... 
but I, I, I yeah, I'm just, I'm just. I have. Seen, I think I'm calm at a wedding. Yeah, I have seen some um, some people, videographers I've worked with and stuff, yeah. who who's just seemed like a panicked wreck, sweating yeah. profusely. Barry, Barry, yeah. that's Barry. Barry. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know Barry specifically. I don't. It's think. Barry. Every Barry ever. That's oh Barry. right. Okay, Barry. Poor Barry. <laughs> Um, yeah, that that kind of yeah. You're right. I mean, that's a good piece of advice. Just just you know, relax. You will see more when you are calm. And jo- thanks, Dalai I mean, Lama. Yeah. <laughs> but Giles, I mean, I'll take that from Giles because he's shot in various war zones. And uh, you know, if you can be calm in a war zone when everything else is going on around you, there's a poem like that, isn't there? Yeah, there is. That, then uh, then yeah, I think that's fa- fairly worthy advice from him. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, it's very good advice. I think for me, I don't really recall, I have to say, I don't really recall people giving me a nugget of wisdom. I'm sure they did, but mm. I don't recall it sticking in my mind yeah. and certainly who. But, you mm. know, I think I think the lesson that I learned early on by looking at lots and lots and lots and lots of photographers yeah. is, is that, and I found myself doing this right at the beginning, was thinking, I must do it this way because that's what this superstar photographer is doing. I must ah, have this bit of gear because yeah. that's what this one's doing. Yeah. Um, just do it. Yeah, do it in the way that, pretty similar to what you just said about doing it calmly, do it in a way that makes you happy and achieves the results. Don't don't necessarily follow the crowd or, or the industry. It's very difficult, isn't it, not to be swayed by Instagram, etc. because... Yeah, because yeah, we'd all have those black and white flash full-on camera out-of-focus pictures now. Well, we talked about this with a friend of ours a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? And she liked that. She's um, and I'm not going to say her name because <laughs> it seems we. But we had a very different reaction to the photographs, didn't we? We were we were a bit. Oh, is that what's in now? I think there's an element of if it's done purposefully for an artistic point of view yeah. because it is very on trend. Yes. However, if it's just done lazily and because of uh, can't be asked, and just think that running around at a wedding with a flash on the camera, mm. snap, 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 a million pictures mm. is the way to do it, then I think that's wrong, personally. Mm. Mm. Um, but you know me, I like to sit on the wall, <laughs> leg either side, kicking people do in the face. Do you not choose a fence anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, all the fences blew down with the global warming. Oh. Do you think, here's one from Brad Wakefield. Do you think you're shooting your best work? Now, uh, James had a similar question to this in some respects, I think, but. Do you think you're shooting your best work? Personally, I feel like it's a bit up and down. I wonder if I was shooting better earlier in my career. Just amusing. Now, I think that just amusing, not just amusing as in funny. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that when you first start shooting, you think, wow, look at that. Oh, I'm so pleased with that. And yeah. it makes, But as you, as you get used to your work, then you don't get that same wow factor. I don't think you're shooting... Any work, and I know your work, Brad. I think you're shooting with the same quality that you ever did, but you're just not so surprised like you once were. You see that you see that a lot in the family photography industry. Yeah. Now, I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying that I'm better or worse than anybody. Um, there are some amazing, amazing, amazing family photographers out there. Uh, many that you know, a lot, all of them, in fact, might uh, a lot better than I am. However, what you do see happens a lot is you know somebody gets a camera, they've got new kids, they get a camera, and they take pictures, and they're reasonable. Yeah. But to them, they're beautiful because yeah, they always yeah. will be because they're family pictures yeah. of their own. And then you know the mums, the dads, the aunties, the uncles say, "Oh, these are great," you know, and you could make a business of this. And then actually they're not strong enough to to form a business, yeah. but they start marketing themselves and they start going on the Facebook groups and they start putting pictures of them themselves and their kids at the beach and all that kind of stuff. And you know it's not genuine enough, yeah. but they think 
they're the best pictures in the world because people are telling them they're the best pictures in the world and mm. they feel they're the best pictures in the world, mm. which is where we all are, which is what you said, which is where we all started. But then you get a certain maturity, I think, and you, you start to analyse the style, substance, business from a business point yeah. of view, and then you, you kind of move through that. And you grow uh, all these new abilities to have things like imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, all of that, all of those anxieties and yeah. everything that comes with it. Which you didn't have when you started because you had the beautiful naivety yes. when you first start shooting. Yeah, exactly. So there's something there's something wonderful about it you as well. always have beautiful naivety. The the naivety of youth is is the best possible thing you, that you can have. And oh. I, it doesn't want to be misguided, but it's certainly a driver. Yes. No, absolutely, yeah, and, and grow from it. Yeah. Um, I think pers- from a very personal point of view, and I'm talking just about weddings, I think since COVID, I'm shooting stronger work than I have like before. Right, but I hope that in. I was going to say why, but that seems a strange question. It's just it's subjective, Is it isn't it? Gut I'm, feeling I'm, I'm or, happier. Or, or people I'm, telling you. Perhaps or? it's the way I'm editing. Perhaps yeah. it's 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 maybe it's because I'm more comfortable in my own style and skin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but I feel that way. But but then I also hope that in five years' time, ten years' time, I look and I think. I'm shooting better now than I was five or ten years ago. You won't still be shooting weddings in ten years, surely. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> You'll be here in Spain. <laughs> that's right. There'll be just you in just, a pool of your own sweat. Be just oh, what a, a horrible feeling. Wrinkled up old man. <laughs> uh, Who's that over there? Is that Kev? I'm going to set up a judo club in Spain. That's my dream. Yeah. Really? Uh, no, it probably won't happen, but that is my dream. Right. So, yeah, that's that's the answer. I feel like from a wedding's point of view, I'm shooting strongly. Yeah. I uh, have been for a while, stronger. Yeah. But then that's only natural and it has to be the case. You don't ever want to be thinking, you know, from, from a, a client delivery point of view at least. Now, if it's things like street photography or if it's personal photography work, landscapes, whatever, yeah. then, yeah, you, you, you know, you will have your ups and downs. And I go out and do street photography and I come back thinking, well, that was terrible. I'm never mm. doing that again. Sometimes I come back thinking, oh, I had a great day. Mm. It usually depends on the light and the, the, you know, the movement and everything. There you go. There's a very roundabout answer. That's a good answer. Got my legs on both sides of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have time. I like this new sort of. Uh, I think this this it's a slight. It might be a slightly shorter one still today. I think this new slightly shorter uh, thing could that work every week? If we had a slightly shorter show every week, then could we go back to weeklies? Do you think? Uh, yeah, we could potentially, but I think we have to see how our, our workloads pan well, out. Well, Maybe we'd, we'd be doing the same amount, but we'd just be cutting it in half. You see, see the James Saul's approach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bish bash bosh approach. Kev Kev is giving me this look. Of don't you dare speak anymore. <laughs> right, Facebook. Maybe, maybe. Come on, Facebook. Maybe. Facebook. maybe. Okay, Facebook. Uh, Gareth Cooper. Hi, guys. You touched on the subject in a show recently. Now, this was what will be 12 weeks ago. God. Right. <laughs> Can you share your post production workflow from downloading the images from camera to exporting from Lightroom or Photoshop? We've done that, haven't we? Photo mechanic. Yeah, photo. Well, we can do it quickly. Photo mechanic. Make yourself uh, put it into your folder. Uh, Lightroom, because we both use Lightroom. Separate Lightroom catalog per wedding. Separate Lightroom catalog per wedding. Uh, Edit, output. Deliver. Deliver. Go to the pub. Via pick-time.com. Via pick-time.com. Go go, go to the pub. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the reason, honestly, Gareth, um, we're not belittling the question, but we have in the last couple of weeks answered exactly the same thing. So your best bet, Gareth, if you you haven't... often gone to listen to another podcast okay is to listen back to a couple of shows previously and you will have it i will give you though a an emoji with lots of hearts coming out of my head as right. a, as, as a favor shall i read another one out quickly yeah because i'm looking at the questions i've got left on email and they're quite long ones i think we should uh, do these when you return yes okay yeah. 
I'm looking for a quicker one as well then. Yeah. I've just, I was just about to read one. Actually, it's, it's uh, we have a wedding book this summer at Farnham Castle with approximately 75 day guests. Can you do it? Um, so, so I think I've run out of those those shorter questions. Okay, Paul Stevenson. <laughs> Paul Stevenson, aka the bearded man, bearded man photography. All oh, right. Says, "Good day, sirs. Here is a question that may seem simple. How do you blog?" Uh, let me expand he says do you make notes on the day if so what sort of things do you note down do you use a template if so is it self-made or via a web page app how do you select the images how much do you write what are the key things to include do you blog everything every wedding many thanks from a non-blogger and wannabe blogger paul well i am a wannabe blogger because i haven't blogged properly for ages and i've got my nice new site and it's doing okay for me but i really should be blogging when i did blog yeah i know well, for a while, we didn't we have this conversation for a while that blogging didn't seem so important? Not from me, you didn't. I'm sure I you would did. never have said that. I'm going to look this up. When did Kev I might, say? I might, it might have been that blogging seems left, less prevalent, yes. but I, I absolutely 100% think it's very important. I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed writing blogs, and we've gotten over this problem now that Squarespace... Uh, is not, is not so optimizable. Is not it's not so preferred by Google, haven't we? Now that was never a thing, was it not? No, nope. well, it was when we talked about it. No, it wasn't. It's Am I just, pretending that we've had conversations? Yeah, because the, <laughs> these are things I would never have said. So Squarespace, I'm sure you no, said no, once upon no, no, a time no. Squarespace was not as good for search engine optimization. No, no, no. WordPress has more plugins, right, that allow you to do more things, right. But that's nothing to do with Squarespace being less optimized than WordPress because Google or Google looks at is the HTML behind the page. Mm. It doesn't have a little tag on it that says this is a Squarespace site. We'll rank it a little bit lower. It's right. not. Um, anyway, so what was the other bit that you said? I did said you also I say, say once upon a time that you should have no more than two hundred and fifty words? No. That's no. Yo- Yoast said that. Oh, Yoast. And he said, said 300. Did he? Yeah. I'm going to have to listen more. This is my problem. This was my problem from school. The other day, I te- and it's underlined. Well, I remember when I used to teach you religious education in school, you never listened once. <laughs> 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 I, uh, I went on an aircraft the other day that the Pope flew in, but that's a whole new story. We'll do that another day. Wow. Um, when, uh, Sam brought and this is why I never listened in school or or really at all very well I think I think my mind is like a million miles an hour trying to think of other things but Sam came back the other day with uh, two windscreen wipers and, and what were they called? <laughs> I'm not sure this story is very interesting actually <laughs> should we go over the windscreen wiper story? No, go on. Let's wipe it away. You can't. You can't not do it now. <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, she, she. I thought she brought back uh, wipers for her car and my car uh, because there were two packets. Oh. So I went about changing the wipers to find out that there weren't enough wipers. Mm. So I threw the ones off her car away. Oh. And and, and then you were wiperless. And yeah, only to find out later on that she said, "No, I fitted my wipers. These were for your car." I actually had really nice wipers, she said. You've just put the cheap ones on mine. That's love for you. <laughs> anyway, so so blog-wise, how many words then? Come on, let's let's drill down some facts. It, d- none of it is true. Like, Well, no. So Does it matter anymore? No. no. I, well, I don't think it ever did. So Yoast, Yoast plugin for WordPress is what most people get, this, this idea that 300 words is the magic yeah. word count. Um, but you just write as many words as you've got something to say. You can always tell a WordPress blog post that has been written with Yoast in mind because the last usually 50 words or so is complete and utter bull while they're trying to pad out the the 50 words because Yoast is telling them they need 300. Um, And, and, you know, I'm not belittling the Yoast plugin at all. It's excellent and it does do a lot of good things for WordPress users. But that idea of target, it's it's not a target. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of like you should be writing this kind of thing as a minimum, boom, bish, bash, bosh. Mm. 
So the way that I do it is I don't have I don't make any notes on the day. I very rarely. I, I mean, I'll rem- I remember pretty much every wedding if I'm looking at the pictures, bits that I need to write about. Yeah. But I do have a formula. So the first part of my blog post talks about the venue. The next part talks a little bit about what happened, which often I just keep that very straightforward, you know, funny speeches, blum, yeah. blum, 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 blum. And then the end, the end is calls to action. I will put my photo film, my pick time photo film, which, of course, pick time make very easy for us to do, embed that straight into my blog post. And then I will put the usually the same images that are in my photo film are the stills that I put into my blog post. Yeah. Okay. That's all good and done. That's fine and dandy. Next, this is where a lot of people will will kind of not be doing things they won't be doing. Next thing I do once it's published is I take that URL, I put it into Google Console and get my indexing started. Yeah. And then the next thing I do is I'll go to my Google business management page and I will upload the images that I've taken Mm -hmm. from there. Mm -hmm. Then everything comes together. Right. So you're not just putting pictures and text on a Squarespace page. Well, mostly, but yeah, there's a bit. You're, you're doing a lot, afterwards a lot as well. behind the scenes with Google, aren't you? Yeah, it's not a lot, just a couple of clicks. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so, but I honestly, I, like Instagram and SEO are where all my business comes from. Right, bit okay. word of mouth. Yeah, and podcast listeners. Yeah. i'm definitely listening in class next time i come to one of your things i mean i when it comes to blogs i i've always i i don't write in a very uh seo way as you well know i like writing and i'm perhaps a little more poetic than i should be um but in terms of how many pictures you put in kev is is there any relevance to that i mean you put in as many as you need i don't i mean you I mean, know, obviously you've got to, to give them good alt tags and stuff yeah all of that stuff. the reader has got to be reading them the, all of that stuff is relevant there's a load to it but yeah. the on-page seo but yes. the ultimately when it comes to the pictures we have to we have to find a balanced fine line between the fact that google wants fast loading pages full of text yes but we're not selling fast loading pages full of text we're selling photos yes. so just put up the photos that you're proud of the ones you want to see make sure they go through something like tiny png to be optimized yep. and then don't, just don't worry too much about it don't yeah. you know all of those tick boxes and stuff that yoast does you know just don't just do the basics do them well and and i think you'll be fine um that's not to say that if you are using yoast you shouldn't be because it's all very very wise mm. and good advice um you don't have yoast in squarespace and no, so it's no, no, no. it's it's totally irrelevant yeah. um but yeah put your put your content together make sure you're writing for uh, the audience yes put your pictures together put your title together put your url together put your description together put your meta tags in yeah. uh in your alt text i should say put your google console in tags and categories no no tags and categories i don't do any of that nonsense you, I, I remember a conversation i do remember this one conversation we had a long time ago saying just don't do that don't anymore. do it once upon a time it was relevant wasn't it yeah i it mean there's not. certain there's certain websites where it's still a relevance but i don't think it is for us um and it just hinders it just ends up well actually i suppose this it's is one of the, the tag tree isn't it if you want to search for a, a venue this is one of the um benefits of squarespace over wordpress out of the box at least in that it doesn't it hides the tag categories right. from uh, SEO from Google whereas WordPress doesn't and so you ended up with a lot of duplicate content yes. penalties yeah. but that's where something like Yoast would come in click of a button would, would sort all of that yeah. stuff out yeah. so yeah I don't really worry about that however on my F16 element which is now on my main website categories and tags are relevant yeah. because people like to click on a camera name and look at all the posts from that 
yeah. What 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 about links? Um, I'll, I'll I'll press my theme button. But what about what about links? Um, what? Uh, how many? If you're putting links, does Google like to see links outside into yep. other? It likes that sort. I mean, obviously, it likes a link to come back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But it wants if you can to find see a, you find a, a, a good site for, for it to come back from. It does. Yeah, you should be. You should, well, you should. You should link out to another page on another website if it's relevant. Yeah. So. I like if it's a stately home wedding I'll normally link to the Wikipedia page about that yeah, stately home yeah. um, but I won't put a link in specifically because I think oh I need to put a link in there because of, for SEO yeah. the moment you think anything you, you're doing this for SEO then that's wrong then it's not going to work well it's not, not going to work but you're going to end up over optimising probably well happy blogging and yeah. uh, that's it for uh, another week Kev now this means actually that's it for your holiday you are on your way home very soon. Or am I? Wow. Actually, if there are any of my clients listening for my five weddings in September, <laughs> I do fully intend to be there. <laughs> but if there weren't any Perhaps. weddings, you you would not be coming back. Uh, no, I would be because I've got to go to Jersey on, uh. on judo tour. How are you? Oh, oh did you hear that? That was that was Kev's shoulder. Yeah, that was my elbow. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, um, keep sending your questions in to click at fujicast.co.uk. Uh, of course, you can join in via the Facebook page as well. Uh, we will see you uh, in a couple of weeks. May- may- maybe by then we'll even be able to tell you the news that we want to tell you. The news that we want to tell you. There we go. Um, so uh, let's uh, click. Oh, I think I've got a little glass here. I can click the final few Thavathas. TC. There we go to uh, to Kev. Enjoy your trip home, Kev. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the good news is, as we're recording this, he's holidays just to come. So anyway, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Adios. Bye.